This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What if I gave you $750? What would you do with that? And what if that $750 also may come with a multiplier that you can 2x, 5x, 10x, maybe even 100x that investment? What I'm looking for right now is I have a small spot of coaching spots available, and I'm looking to offer you a $750 free intro call with me. You got to be willing to invest in yourself, but in this call, it's a free coaching call, 30 minutes, and what you can do is dive deep. We can discuss about you and your business and what it is that you want to go to, the dream life you want to create, and, and the struggles and challenges that you're having, and then I can give you one or two tips that can help you move forward towards that, and also if I can help you, I'll share in ways I can do that also. If that's something that's interested in you and inspired you to want to do that, check out the show notes below or go visit callwithdrvic.com and set up an appointment today. Appreciate you. Now let's go ahead and let's get into the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic and you're listening to another episode here on the Mindful Experiment. Each Friday we release a podcast that we had a recording, an episode on talking about something to help you elevate in your life in some way, shape or form to really maximize your experience with your life experiment. This week, I had the honor of interviewing Harry Glorican, and we talk all about tech in the relation to health. And this, I think, is a huge movement that's been going on for a little bit. And, and Harry is just, he's the guy who is testing things out and knowing where we're moving towards and, and so much more. And he also has a book out 
that talks about how artificial intelligence can get us healthier, stress less, and live longer. And I truly believe that is the movement of what we're starting to see here. Before I dive into sharing the podcast episode with you guys, uh, talk a little about Harry. Harry is a, a global business expert, healthcare entrepreneur, podcaster, and author of the, Fu- the Future You, How Artificial Intelligence Can Get You Healthier, Stress Less, and Live Longer. For over three decades, uh, Glorican has built a breadth of successful ventures in the healthcare space, and he is well known for being at the forefront of helping invest in and grow innovative, innovative healthcare companies that are tackling groundbreaking areas of healthcare and biotechnology. A sought-after speaker, Glorican is frequently quoted in the media and regularly asked to access, influence, and be part of innovative concepts and trends. He also holds four U.S. patents in telecommunications and has others pending. Glorican currently serves as a general general partner at Scientia Ventures, a VC firm focused on up-leveling companies that have the potential to transform healthcare. In particular, the firm targets targeted businesses at the cutting edge of life sciences with an emphasis on computation, computational biology and chemistry, the digitization of medicine and digital therapies. And so also Harry serves on the board of Stage Zero Life Sciences, a publicly traded healthcare technology business dedicated to the early detection of cancer and multiple disease states through the whole blood and drumroll health, which developed AI technologies to foster closer partnerships between patients, healthcare professionals, and healthcare companies. This podcast is definitely, we're going to go deep into some of the science and maybe some ahas, and I'll have some links for you guys in the show notes to connect with some of the gadgets and digital things that we were talking about. But with no further ado, here is Harry Glorican. Harry, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have you on. I, you know, my backgrounds in health and wellness and, and, and all that with my chiropractic and all these other things I've done. And, you know, you always hear the doom and gloom of technology in, in some ways. There are some positives too that, you know, I've, I've had conversations in, in my own, my own stuff, but uh, I'm really excited to dive and just go really into with what you do and what you're up to. So thanks for taking the time to join us at the Mindful Experiment and all our listeners. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So my first question, like that my listeners always know, is how did you get into what you're doing? What inspired you? What was your journey? What's your story? Well, so I've been in healthcare for my entire career. So, you know, started out a long time ago in an area called pathology, um, which is sort of like looking at dead tissue. But um, I've, I've been in the space for forever. I was involved in, you know, the company that did the human genome. Um, and, you know, uh, I've always been on the bleeding edge of technology. So that sort of has always kept me engaged and interested. Uh, and then at one point I was uh, thinking, you know, we're finally starting to datafy healthcare, which we're, you know, you know, we're the last group that ever decided to get into datafication of healthcare. And so most people will remember if you went to your doctor, you'd walk in and there'd be file folders everywhere, like big, huge file folders, because everybody had a file. And then finally, you know, with the Reinvestment and Recovery Act, uh, doctors started getting on, okay, we need an electronic health record to get there. And so the minute you datafy, you start changing everything. And so I wrote my first book uh, for the industry mainly about how data was gonna change everything in their world. And then my second book, which is The Future You, is all for the consumer to understand how they can incorporate technology into their life and sort of help them lead a healthier life. 
I love that. Yeah, I think in this day and age, data is so critical. It's something I harp on like crazy. Uh, just what you can do on your own, right? Because there's so much out there. Um, yep. To And we were talking just before we got on, like sometimes it's, it's getting to a point now where we can manage our stuff better and there's, or we can keep track of things a little bit more uh, compared to what our doctor can do or something just because of apps and all these different things. What are some things that um, you know, what, what do you see as, you know, I like to pick your brain a little bit into the future side of things. Like, how do you see things foregoing? Or if I'm getting ahead, let me know. We can, if there's steps before this question um, of how we're moving forth with data and utilizing it and how does it really impact and how can it really measure and track or, or different types of measurements when it comes to different health aspects? So, I mean, you know, there's everything from what's happening in the hospital, which I, you know, I mean, it seems like every week now there's a new FDA cleared, you know, artificial intelligence enhanced system, right? Either for, for some sort of image or uh, an ECG trace or something, right? Where it's making their job more efficient. Um, you know, it's highlighting things that the physician needs to look at. Um, and the beauty about the, the machine is it didn't play poker the night before. It's not tired. It didn't have a fight with its partner. You know, it's it's just going to do what it's going to do over and over and over again. And it gets better over time. You know, regarding what people can do themselves, there's so much that that people can sort of have at their home to sort of monitor their own health or the health of their loved ones. I mean, look, I you know, I've I've, I've got a you know a wireless blood pressure cuff here, right? You can that's the silent killer when you don't know your blood pressure is high. You don't know until that one time you go visit your doctor. And by that point, it's already like too late, right? Whereas if you saw it going up, you might change your diet a little bit. Maybe you go for a few extra walks, but you'll make a difference in your life, you know, in your, in your habit. There's uh, somewhere over here, you know, I've got a Cardia uh, ECG monitor, right? I put my two fingers on this and all of a sudden it'll take a, six parameter view of my heart. Um, and it's like $80, right? And so, uh, and then there's an AI system which will look at the trace and tell you if something is out of, out of line. And so, you know, and all the wearables I've sort of got on at the moment, but you can, you can monitor your sleep, you can monitor your exercise, you can uh, you know, I was wearing a CGM not that long ago, a continuous glucose monitor, so that I could see how different foods affected my glucose level. And the number of people that are pre-diabetic in the United States don't even know it is huge. So if they, if they actually had that information, would they make some changes in their life, right? So that they didn't get sick or have to stick themselves with a needle right? Because they're now full-blown diabetic. They probably would. Most people don't like sticking themselves with the needle. So they'll make a, a change in their lifestyle. So, um, you know, all of these technologies are now available to the consumer, right? And what I look for is when I'm sort of looking at them or testing them is how easy is it for someone to look at it and understand, you know, the information, right? Because you know, all the stuff that's made for doctors is like, oh my God, I need a dictionary, right? Just to figure out what this means. Um, and even then I'm like, I still don't understand what it means, right? Uh, but the stuff for consumers is being put into a format where you could be like, okay, red is bad, 
green is good. Let's try and move the, you know, let's try and move the line down to something that's, you know, that I can manage in my life. Um, and I tell people, get a wireless scale. Just seeing that the line is going up may be enough motivation for you to want to change the direction of the line. Um, and if you go to your doctor, I mean, if you've got the last six months of your data, you know, that person is going to look at it and human beings are really good at pattern recognition. And so we look at it and go, yep, the line is great, right? Or, uh, Harry, that blood pressure is, you know, that doesn't look right. I mean, it keeps, you know, going up and down and playing with the red zone. Let's talk about. And so now, instead of that one moment, when you go see the doctor and you only have that one moment, you've got some data to take with you. I love that. You're speaking my love language when it comes to tech. Yeah, I, I'm looking, I'm going to be starting a continuous glucose monitoring next month because I've been trying to, uh, I'm, I'm big in like the biohacking. I'm like, I need to get this just so I can see how do I get it as low as I possibly can and what workouts are going to help with that? What is it? And just monitor it because it's great information, right? A doctor, even like, I have a buddy of mine who I, I, he's my nutrition guy, even though I know nutrition very extensively. I'm like, I always believe you shouldn't, you shouldn't doctor yourself. Um, in chiropractic school, it was like the one who doctors themselves is only but a fool. So I was like, never going to be that person, no matter how much I know things. And so I'll go to him, I'll tell him stuff, but then I'm like, why is this? I've tried this, I've done this, but I'm hitting walls with it. And it's like, you know what? I can use this data, right. To get my own thing. Just like I saw you have an aura ring on, right. And you're wearing one of the aura rings. Yep. Yep. And so it's one of those things where like, I talked about this 10 years ago with Neo, when they had the Neo headbands, which I love that mm -hmm. one. That one was my favorite. Um, but long story short, I would tell people, you know, you, oh, we need 90 minute cycles of sleep. Well, is that really true? And then everybody's like, what do you mean? You're, I'm like, hold on. We, I've been told, I was taught this in school, but I'm not saying that I, I'm just because I was taught, it doesn't mean it has to be that science is always challenging things. Right. And it wasn't until I started seeing my own sleep work, my sleep stuff, I was going, yeah, no, how the heck do I go from sleep, go into deep, go back to mid and then go back to deep and then I'll fluctuate throughout. And it's not 90 minute cycles. And so I said, it may work for some, but it doesn't work for others. And what I think tech is doing, and please correct me if I'm wrong. I personally believe, I think it's making us more from an individual process or standard of care in a way, because now we can say, Hey, you know, here's the studies, but then here's me. And do I fit those right. studies or do I not fit those studies? Would, would you agree on yeah, that? Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, look, I have sleep apnea. And so I don't fit any of the normal stuff. And even tech screws up when it comes to monitoring me. Because um, the CPAP sort of changes my HRV. And so my HRV doesn't follow like, you know, the whoop band would always be like, dear HRV is not really good. You haven't rested, right? And it, it doesn't take into account that I'm on a CPAP, right? So um, you learn your individual patterns when you're, you've got these technologies and then you can do, and you know, some people will do this and some people won't, but you can do AB testing, right? You can be like, all right, I'll have that glass of wine tonight. Let me see how it does. I won't have that glass of wine tonight. And let me see how that does. And you can clearly see how you react to different stimuli um, and which one works better. And so my wife is like, I mean, she just doesn't really drink anymore um, because she's noticed that it crushes her deep sleep at night. And 
I know it crushes mine, but sometimes I just, you know, <laughs> there's a glass of wine out there that's calling my name or something. Uh, but, uh, you know, I do it knowing what the consequences are, as opposed to waking up the next morning and going, oh, my God, I really don't understand. Why do I feel like this? Like now, you know why you feel that way. And so now you get to make a conscious choice. Um, I mean, nobody drives their car without a dashboard. Like, you know what's going on, right? Well, why wouldn't you want a, some insight and dashboard into what's going on into yourself? I mean, I'm a, I am a believer of, like, I want to be as healthy as long as possible. And then just when it's time, just go, right? I do not want to, to fall apart slowly in an agonizing way. And I think these technologies, what they do is they let you live the healthiest life you can. And then when it's time, it's time. It just is what it is, right? Or, or alert you to something before it becomes a huge problem. And I think you asked me where the future is going. I think these technologies are going to be early warning signals of you know, failure that's coming. And maybe you can avoid it or push it off for a much longer period of time than it coming on sooner in your life and interfering with, you know, what's going on in your life at that time. I couldn't agree with you more on that because the way I see it too is like you're saying catching things ahead of time and then you can do the work where maybe it's working with a nutritionist or maybe working with something with this, whatever that shows up to now all of a sudden take charge in your health. I think that's the most critical thing because the old model of thinking is I have an issue, go to a doctor, get a pill, done. I, I'm good, right? Not really, but that's just the model we've been living in and, and then reactive. And now we can look and go, I'm going to be more proactive. How can I be proactive? I'm going to get, you know, get, get a continuous glucose monitoring thing. See how my, what my diet is, why is it fluctuating the way it is? Um, and all these different things you have. You mentioned HRV. I'm a huge fan of HRV. I've used it in my own practice. Uh, I use, I mean, Aura Ring has an HRV built into it too. We use the Whoop though. You said, um, can you explain to the listeners just a little bit what HRV is and 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 why do you use it and why do you? I'm assuming you love it or you you wouldn't be using it. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I struggle with it, right? Um, and maybe you know some something we can talk about a little bit. But I struggle with it because. So the, the Whoop will, will make one estimation, the Aura Ring will make another estimation, and then my Apple Watch will make another estimation, right? So whatever the algorithm is, is they're not harmonized. That's for sure, right? So you, you should find one and standardize it, but I'm looking at all of them, right? Um, and, you know, it's the, it's the time between the love dub in your heart, right? So when, when something is... When, the two valves in your heart between them. Um, and, you know, it's the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system and how well, how much they're interacting with each other. And are you getting enough rest, basically? Obviously, I will tell you, I am not getting enough rest, right? So <laughs> based on all the data that I've got. Um, and, uh, and it's funny, right? If I don't wear my CPAP, my, my HRV gets better, right? And when I wear my CPAP, my deep sleep is better, my, my HRV is worse, which is interesting. So um, I would love to figure out how not to have sleep apnea and go back to normal. But uh, uh, I feel like either I'm gonna have to lose like 25 pounds um, or uh, they're gonna have to come up with something that uh, 
you know, makes it go away. There, there is an implantable now uh, that basically you have a little uh, remote garage door opener. You push the button and it puts uh, an electric charge, which keeps the airway open. And then when you wake up, you push it and it turns it off. So, um, you know, I might, I might go drastic and try that if it, if it works on me. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I haven't figured out how to get my HRV consistently to that rest state um, because of the, the, the sleep apnea. Well, it's one of the things that when it comes to like heart reverberability, because I would have patients be like, oh, doc, you use HRV. Oh, I have the aura ring or I have this or I have that. It's the same thing. And I'm always like, not the same thing. They're like, what do you mean? I go, it's the same technology, but there's different algorithms or different things we're taking into consideration. I go, the ring or that, I go, I use HRV. I look at mine on my ring and everything. And it's it's pretty, it, it, it's close um, to where I'll be like, yeah, it's, it's kind of hitting the mark. But I go, you got to remember when you're doing HRV in my office with the system I'm using, it's taking, it's, it's in a controlled group. So it's all controlled. So that way we're going to get very high accurate results. I go, if you go check your SRV at night when you're sleeping, there's so many variables that can come up, like just with a CPAP machine, right? It, you got the machine running, you got the access, all this stuff going on that can disrupt your chance. Cause you're, you're hearing things, even though we think, oh, there's a little noise. I'm fine. Your brain has to pick up. It, it's picking up signals. So that can disrupt things. Uh, I'm not saying that's the reason why, but it's just, it's one of those potentials. And so it's one of those things where I would always at the show pace. I'm like, there's a difference between, you know, being in a closed system versus, you know, all these potentials that can throw it off. And that's where, you know, you're looking at those kind of different things with HRV. I could, I could understand your frustration though. Immensely. Yeah. I mean, when, whenever I use these technologies, I mean, other than weight, which is actual, right. But a lot of our, our blood pressure, a lot of these other technologies like the sleep tracking or whatever, I use them as directional inaccuracy, not, oh my God, this is the exact correct number, right? Um, now, that being said, they keep getting better. The sensors keep getting better. So we're getting closer and closer to medical grade on a lot of this stuff. Um, but, you know, I, when I talk to my sleep guy, I'm like, he's like, well, you know, it's not accurate. I'm like, I know it's not accurate, but directionally, it's correct. And he's like, yes, directionally, it's correct. I'm like, I'm a consumer. All I need is directional. Like, it's either going in the right direction or it's going in the wrong direction. I don't need to know 0 0.02, you know, difference because that's not going to make a difference for me. Um, so I think people need to understand that. And you just need to know, like, am I moving into the green or am I moving into the red, basically? I think you bring up a really good point too, because like even the aura ring, you know, I have the, I don't have the new one, so I don't know what the dat data is on the new one, but I interviewed one of the top thought leaders in sleep. Um, she owns the, she's an inventor for the Uller pad or chili pad. And she worked, does a lot of research with aura ring. And I was asking her, I'm like, okay, I need to know accuracy. That's what I care about. Cause I'm like, there's so many things out there. Like the Apple watch has one, all these ones. I go, I'll have a patient come in and go, I slept four and a half hours of deep sleep. I'm like, no, you did it. No, yes, I, my thing told me, I'm like, nope, trust me, you did not sleep four and a half hours. I, I, can, I can promise you that did not happen. And she'll be like, yeah, but look at my record, three and a half, four. I'm like, that that doesn't happen. I'm like, I'm not saying that, I mean, I don't want to rule you out, but I'm like, I go, I had someone else tell me this last week. I go, I, I've been tracking sleep for over eight years. I've never seen either. I'm like, if I get two, two and a half hours, that that's pretty impressive. Um, 
but it's so funny, but they were telling me like, it's 90% accurate. And I said, 90% is good for me because like you just said, it just gives you a little bit of information. It's just like uh, when you do your own pricking on your finger, the FDA allows a 20% error with those machines. And I'm like 20% error. That means one out of every five pricks I do, because I do a lot of my checking. And that's why I want to get the, 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 the thing. I'm tired. I don't want to do it all the time. Um, and I don't have diabetes or anything. I'm just a biohacker. So I'm always looking at like, where's my sugar or how am I handling this? Or if I drink coffee 30 minutes later, what does that do to my sugar levels? So that way I can modify to know if I can have coffee or if I don't, um, just because of how it affects me and stuff. So I like how you bring that up though. Cause there's a lot of people who think that it is, oh, this is, this is hundred percent accurate, or this is exactly what it is. And understanding that these there were, they're getting closer and closer to that, but it's still that that process is just being directional. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, I like the, you know, so you, you do, what other, is there any other ones that you're using? I'd love to pick your brain a little bit more on this. You mean for tracker Sorry, or? Tech wise, yeah. Tech wise. Um, let's see. <laughs> um, I, I, do I do like my whoop from a coaching perspective right so when i'm working out it it does because it sets goals based on your how how much it quote you recovered right and so when i am working out i i, I see the line and it sort of drives me to hit that line and so that that's always a good thing right because the the, the watch i don't consider as a coach it's i think of the watch as sort of almost like it's data aggregation um, whereas the whoop is sort of really designed for working out and optimizing your workout and that sort of thing. Um, I use auto sleep, uh, for one of the sleep trackers that I use, which is hooked up to my watch. Um, and I've been using that the longest. So for, from a longitudinal big data perspective that has the most data. And then, um, you know, my, uh, uh, eight sleep bed. I have to admit, I do like the eight sleep bed. I mean, it warms up before you get into bed. And so you get it and you know, it's winter here in, in the Northeast. So you, you get into a warm bed, you're like, oh, okay, all right. I can, I can definitely now sleep better when I've got that. Um, so, you know, those are the ones that I've been using uh, regularly as, a, as well as, you know, the blood pressure cuff and the, you know, the, uh, ECG and so forth. Um, but there's a lot of interesting stuff happening out there now. Like, you know, there's technologies that are getting FDA approved, like one where uh, if you've got a child with ADHD, um, they can be prescribed a video game. And by playing the video game, they can sort of get trained on how to concentrate better. And sort of you see equivalent results to Adderall or Ritalin without any of the side effects based on a video game. And there's ones for now pain. There's ones for uh, substance abuse. Um, but there's like eight different products now that are FDA cleared that your doctor would prescribe to you. Um, and it's a digital device or a video game or something of that nature that would help someone not have to take a drug, but help them manage themselves uh, accordingly. I love that. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some good stuff. I think there's even, uh, I forgot the name of the company. There's a couple actually. It's a bracelet you wear 
and it'll send a frequency or, or something along those lines and it'll, it'll, it'll affect HRV and it helps like calm the nervous system and calm the body down um, or something along those lines. I forget the name of it. I'll have to look it up now. But um, so I, 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 like I said, you have the eight mattress. I have my, I have the chili pad that I use. Uh, so it's one of those things where what, what, you know, it, it, have you noticed with, cause you track a lot and this is a great thing. I love to have that. Do you notice that where, you know, have you played around where you go colder in the beginning, warmer and if our different things like that affect your, your deep sleep and your REM and so forth? So it's interesting. Uh, they've introduced a um, machine learning algorithm that it changes itself and then makes the next night suggestion about how to optimize itself, right? And so, uh, and it, it asks you, were you cold in this, you know, at this time or whatever? And, and in the beginning, I would be like, yeah, that was too cold. That, that woke me up or blah, 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 blah. And it learns and adjusts accordingly. And my wife's side is different than my side. So, you know, if she's happy, right, then I'm not, <laughs> everything is good. Uh, but, you know, my side is different than her side and it keeps adjusting itself to sort of optimize. And it now takes into account the weather outside. And so as the weather's warming up, it sort of is constantly changing itself to optimize itself. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the summer because up here it can get, you know, very humid, very hot. And let's see how this thing, I'm expecting my air conditioning bill to actually go down because if the water is cooler, then I don't need the air conditioning as much to sort of keep the room cool. I like that one feature you talk about because one issue I have with mine is is the changing of seasons and I always have to readjust what I do so like in the winter I can't keep it as I like I like to go to a bed that's like in the you know the summer for sure 58 degrees I, I love that I like to be real cold when I go to bed uh, but in this in the winters um, that will throw off my sleep so I have to go a little warmer um, when it comes to that and then but every time there's a season change I'll look at my sleep after three nights in a row I'm going it's just not right. I'm not hitting the deep like I like to and the REM like I like to. Uh, and then I'm like, I got to readjust this. So that's kind of cool that they they add that feature and kind of gets you out of the way and just says, hey, you do you and I'll just keep tracking and making sure this is working. Well, no, I mean, most of these technologies where we're going is you're going to have to do less and less and it's going to do more and more and just make your life easier, right? I mean, at some point you're going to imagine like the thermostat is going to talk to your watch, which is going to talk to the bed. And between the three, right, it's going to optimize. So you get the best sleep. So you wake up in the morning and you're like, man, I feel ready to go. And I mean, you know, all the CEOs I know, they need as much energy during the day and clarity of mind, right? So that they can do what they can do so they can optimally perform. But I assume everybody wants to optimally perform. Nobody wants their next day to be suboptimal. And so these technologies just sort of let you be the best that you can be uh, without sacrificing something along the way. And this is where the, the AI comes in, correct? This is where the, the artificial yeah. intelligence does its work and, and learning programs. And so are they, I think they call that DNA programming. That was years ago. My first, before I got into, when I was going into college, I wanted to be in computer science. So, and that's when they were talking about DNA programming. I mean, what's DNA programming? Oh, this is when the computer learns. 
I was like, you're telling me it can learn and adapt. They're like, yeah, totally. I was like, that's crazy. And that was like 19 years ago. Um, but that's kind of what it'll do. It'll measure things. It'll see where you are. And it'll also get to the point where it can modify and help you be like, hey, we're going to do this, change this. Can it even get to the point where even from a nutritional standpoint with CGMs, I'm eventually when the cost starts to come down more, it's more accessible. I mean, I think with insurance, some insurances and conditions, you can actually get that uh, no, no cost out of pocket, if I'm not mistaken. But um, seeing that also being the, the kind of that future where the computer is like monitoring every little thing. And you just got to just all you got to do is input what you ate. And it's going to learn and pick up things and be going like, all right, here's where your diet should be based because of what we saw. Well, so that's already happening with the two companies that have CGMs, which is like um, January AI is one of the companies and Levels is one of the other companies. And the system learns based on what you're telling it you're eating. And it will sort of understand what your blood sugar will look like, even when you're not using the CGM. And so can help you adjust your diet accordingly. Um, and you know, uh, January will actually be able to make a suggestion for a similar food. So you're not necessarily giving up something you really like. Um, it'll give you an alternative that you can try. Um, so we're already moving in that direction. Um, and there are some companies coming out with uh, blood tests where you can actually look at the biomarkers in the blood and then make adjustments to sort of optimize that. Um, I don't think I want to prick myself all the time if I don't have to. Um, but you can see how the data that they're collecting on healthy people eventually will turn into things that, that is available for a, a larger population of people that can sort of manage themselves better. And so I think for younger people, it helps them stay healthier longer. For you know, people in my age, it's sort of it's a way of pushing off bad stuff. And if you have a chronic disease, you know, instead of waiting to go see your doctor and then adjusting, it sort of gives you real-time data that helps you manage that chronic disease, you know, better. And so you don't have flare-ups um, along the way, which the only person that suffers is, is you as the patient. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, it's cool that I'm hearing that I'm glad they're doing that already. Cause then my mind starts to go, we can use HRV and that we can see why sugars also be affected. Then we can start taking other parameters into that because nutrition is one thing, but then there's also, um, you know, I know for a fact, working with clients, so sometimes they want to like, they said they want to do a keto diet or they want to start fasting and do this. And I always tell them, let me, let me, let's look at your HRV first. And I'll let you know if you can do that. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, if you're a parasit- if you're a sympathetic dominant, or what I call the gas pedal throttle pushing hard, I'm like, you, your, your cortisol levels are higher. Everything's higher. You're going to stress the hell out of your body. I was like, if we can calm that first, it'll make the process a lot easier and you'll be able to adapt better and we get faster results. So it'd be cool to see when that, you know, eventually someone's going to come up with that and be like, Hey, we should tie all these kind of things in. Cause is there going to come a point where I know I interviewed someone near uh, over a year ago, who was talking about, we need to start pulling all the data to one app. Is there going to come a point or is there companies already out doing this where, cause there's so many different companies with so many different data. When are we all going to tie this all together versus having a hundred apps? So, you know, I- I, I, it is going to move in that direction, but as you know, and I know, right? So we've always done clinical studies on people that are not well, right? That's, that's a clinical trial. It's, you got to find those people that are not well. And we've never really done these big studies on 
quote, healthy people, right? And so a lot of these companies now that are, have these health and wellness apps, they have populations of healthy people, right? That we now know are like, it's a distribution curve of health. Um, but I think what we need to do is understand what is the range of healthy, how to adjust healthy. And then once we have that data, now you can start to say, okay, let me put these two together and see what happens. And let, okay, let me put these three together and see what happens. And so you can start to build a matrix of how something can optimize health across multiple parameters and then <laughs> be able to communicate it to someone, uh, you know, in what to do. Because if you give people too much, they're like, I'm done. I, I can't deal with this. Um, I can't change too many levers, you know, too many times, right? So I always tell people, like even in the book, you know, pick one thing, incorporate it in your life, see how it, you know, makes a change. And then if you want to add another one, because the first one now has become second nature. And when you add the next one, it's not overwhelming into what you're doing. Um, I mean, one of the apps I've looked at, it's called Humanity. It will actually calculate your rate of aging, right? Based on multiple parameters. And I've now seen like there are older people that use it that are like, uh, I don't wanna age any faster than I am. And so they're actually going for that extra walk to, to drive down that number. Um, whereas before they were you know, very sedentary. So you need to sort of almost encourage people and show people a very simple way to move the needle and then they'll they'll try to do it and if they move the needle it encourages them to keep the needle moving in the that same direction yeah i agree it's it, too much can be overwhelming because that's why i appreciate you bringing that up because all the tech you're using and I, I know i use a ton of my own uh it overwhelms people at times and there's a, that's kind of a cool app to kind of help people with because there's actually because um, HRV can be used in so many different ways. And one of the ways uh, some chiropractors and nutrition, uh, they, some of these chiros specialize in like advanced nutrition work and they have a HRV system. They'll tell you your actual physiological age of where you are right now based on HRV parameters and all these other things that come with it. And it's great because it, when you get the number, if it's green, that means you're younger. If it's yellow, it's kind of like and you got your age in there. So this is where the colors come in. And then red means you're living, you're, you're older than what you should be. Uh, and you need to bring, pull that back so that you can get back to where you are or even younger than that. Yeah. I mean, people don't fully understand that just because your chronological age is one thing. Uh, it doesn't mean that genetically and physiologically that you might not be older. Right. I mean, we've seen it like you meet someone and you're like, are you sure they're 50? Because that person does not look, right? I mean, they look older than they are, right? So <laughs> that's not a figment of my imagination, uh, right? And then you see somebody else where you're like, are you sure he's 50? Because he looks 35, right? So that, that doesn't happen necessarily by accident. Genetics plays, uh, you know, a large role in that. But, you know, optimizing your health can turn the, I don't want to say turn the clock back, but that's the theory is we can optimize things so that we're not aging to the same degree because of all the crap that's in our cells and, you know, things that sort of age us faster. It's like, I always say like, you're, we're all walking down the same path. It's just, do you want to be a snail or do you want to be a rabbit in it? 
and we can choose it. It's just how you, my choices you make every day can determine uh, how fast we're going there. Because as much as I think, I think humans, we still seek to find that the, the anti-aging, right? And we stop the aging process. I mean, you can't do that. We're not designed to be that way, but we can slow it down. We can stop premature aging. We can, we can definitely do that. And there's a lot of things we can do. And a lot of the stuff you're sharing, right? Cause sleep, it's funny now, like sleep is getting a lot of love all of a sudden out of the ordinary, uh, maybe because you, you know, Americans are sleeping so horribly nowadays, but it's one of those things where uh, they'll be talking about like, now you can sleep with weight loss. You can sleep with this. You can sleep with that. You can sleep with this. And I'm just going, imagine if you can track it. Imagine if you can use data to maximize that to get those benefits and so much more. So I love the movement and all that's really, really great. Um, Harry, how can people connect with you, find you, your, your book, all the information, what you do and all this great stuff? So the book is available on Amazon. So if they just type in to Amazon, the future you and my last name, Glorikian, G-L-O-R-I-K-I-A-N, it, it'll come up immediately. Um, and uh, for me, if they just look up www, my last name, G-L-O-R-I-K-I-A-N.com. They can see my podcast is on there. My other books are on there. Um, and so they can get to everything that, that's there. Um, those are the two probably best ways to get a hold of me. And I'm, all the, I'm on all the different social media applications. <laughs> I, you know, uh, as much as I don't like the social media stuff, it's you need to be there when you're, when you're trying to help people, you know, move to, into a place where they can be healthier. There's something out there, right. That can move the needle with somebody or a loved one that they have and make a big difference. So true. Um, for all the listeners, I will have all that information in the show notes for you. Um, Harry, it was fun. I appreciate you coming on, sharing your wealth of knowledge with the tech and health and where it's moving and all the future of that. Um, it's definitely going to, you're, you're moving the needle forward for people to take more power to themselves and also data so they can figure out what's actually going on and how they can solve more uh, solutions. Well, I think this tech is going to definitely uh, lead us to being healthier down the road. So greatly appreciate you. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.